0: Hmm. Recorded live.
1: Other blocked ducts. This morning, I woke up with. so I've been working on that this morning, and it causes. I feel stress about it. You know, it's, it's uncomfortable. It has not turned into mastitis, but I, I have a recurring issue with blocked ducts. All of a sudden, like at four huh. three and a, three months. Um, huh. It's weird. I told you I had mastitis, right?
2: Yes. Yes, you mentioned you had. To, I think you, you didn't go to the hospital even because you were yeah, having I a had high fever.
1: I didn't have a high fever, I didn't let it go that far, but i um I did have to take antibiotics and which caused some i b s symptoms for me um, so it's like um, I had antibiotics uh, driven i b s so I basically means I have very soft stools following antibiotics mm. um, so I've had soft frequent stools since the C section, because they gave me an antibiotic, and just as I was beginning to heal that, I got the mastitis and had to go on another course of, of antibiotics. And so wow. now I'm recovering from that, but now you're supposed to take lecithin to help with the mastitis, and that causes soft stools. So it's like I have all these, this big complex of <laughs> physical symptoms that are, that is just, I feel really exhausted by it and challenged by it. And it's a little scary, you know?
3: yeah
2: yeah and it's it's uncomfortable too' does
1: it feel is it uh well antibiotics
2: it creates such a mess in your in our gut system that um does it feel that it's mostly your gut or just digestion is affected as well
1: It's just my gut it's just the bowel system
3: okay. um
1: everything else is pretty good but um it's just the flora and it's because a number of years ago I had an over like an overexposure to antibiotics because i developed E. coli and Giardia living in Peru
3: Mm, right
1: right yeah and I came back and then I had um, they treated it and then I developed sort of this imbalance I was having yeast infections and urinary tract infections and over and over again I had to take antibiotics for that yeah did you
2: talk with uh, with dr. Bob did you get I did
1: I did yeah so we've talked and he's given me a prescription and we're going forward with that and okay um it's just really stressful, particularly when I'm going back to work and all these symptoms, you know. If I, I okay. can't sort of be in a meeting at work and all of a sudden
3: have to, have to like run be.
1: up, yeah. Right,
3: yeah. yeah cause
1: nice. you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Did he, well, he, he's, you're in good hands. You're, you're really in good hands. I, I, I feel like you're going to. In the meantime, have you been taking any, uh, like, you know, Good like you know those pearls that I mentioned or any really good um like a bifidophilus something like that, or that's not helping
1: well, I had been taking um i hadn't gotten the pearls yet, I need to talk to Dr. Bob how that would fit in what he's giving me
2: like yeah, yeah,
1: um but I've been taking something called Align, and then I had taken something else called um metaflora balance, which is a, mm-hmm. a refrigerated um yeah and probiotic and so i have been doing something but i haven't gone for the pearls yet but I, i'll talk to bob and see what he thinks about that
2: yeah yeah but i can totally see that it's uh and also it's one of those systems that if you're stressed and concerned about it it gets worse yeah it's so sensitive to you know your well our whole nervous system really impacts all of that but i'm curious have you tapped on it at all have you done any tapping around
1: no, I haven't. That's really interesting. I, haven't, I don't, haven't spent a lot of time tapping around physical symptoms. Um, but that's, mm-hmm. that's something we can talk about. There are two other items that I wanted to discuss today. One is that um, some, ta- some days from you know, between 4 or 5 p.m. and 7 or 6, maybe 4 to 6, I have feelings of um, really strong, strong feelings of intense loneliness.
3: Um mm, okay.
1: Like throughout the rest of the day there might be a little bit of that like you know I don't have a partner and I don't have a big network and you know but um I mean I do but it's not I have a big network but I don't have a big local community. Yeah. Um and and so I I think or there could also be some childhood or earlier life origin of these feelings too but um it's a it's a weird thing and i know that alzheimer's patients feel this too like they start getting weird around 5 p.m. you know so there's something about 5 p.m. or 4 to 6 or whatever
2: oh well, there's something about the end of the day for sure and that is a day where you know most of the activity during the day kind of mellows down and it's almost like the beginning of the end of the day right yeah yeah And when when you say that there's some childhood piece there, uh, just intuitively what, what seems to be connected with it?
1: I can't think of anything because, you know, my family, we were always together at that time. I mean, maybe...
0: Well, you know, that, is, that could very easily be part of it because if that's the time where you would be always
2: together, that's a pattern in your, you know, like, okay, school is over, work is over, this is the time we come together, and here you are, you know, you and Saoirse, and it feels kind of like a little bit empty compared to a full house of parents and kids.
1: Yes, that could be it. That could yeah. be it. Yeah. And I, you know, I just, I really, really want a partner, even though I'm supposed to sort of not need a partner and not mm-hmm. care, I I actually do, you know, I really I do, and I don't think that it's, I don't need it to feel good about myself, I don't need it to, you know, complete me as a whole human being, right. in the sense that, like, there's a big dark hole that I need filled, but I think my longing for it is human I mean, we're social, we're yeah. pack animals, and, and I don't you know, I have a mini at a little pack. But Absolutely. Hirshad doesn't fill that. You know, she doesn't yeah. fill that. She's a baby and she fills my need there, but she doesn't fill the partner area.
2: Of course. No, and, and the other thing is that this is actually perfect timing because what happens is that probably there's something that she starts changing as she's getting closer to four months and being a tiny bit more, you know, a tiniest bit, but compared to what she was two or three months ago, a tiny bit more independent. She's awake a little bit more. And you notice that, yes, even though this bond, this bond is incredibly amazing, that she's, she's a baby. With a baby, you you don't get to talk. You don't get to. So there's a lot of um, your energy going out. And there's you know, as an adult, there's a lot of, needs, you know, needs for companionship and, you know, talking about things intellectually and emotionally that you don't have fulfilled by a baby. You have a a lot of immense love and you feel adored and that you're the center of this, you know, this little amazing being's world,
1: but it doesn't
2: fulfill those other areas. No, I, I remember that.
1: Yeah, not at all. And nor should it, you know. and And we're exactly. going expect it to and, and put that expectation on her. Um, yeah. The, I looked up in Louise Hay, Mastitis, and you know what it said?
3: No. Amazing.
1: It said, um, um, neglecting nurturing yourself and overprotective, overmothering. Oh. So it's sort of like neglecting myself, under not nourishing my nurturing myself enough. And, you know, like, I mean, it's true. My life is really in a totally different balance than it was before she was born and before the pregnancy, right? Like, I've spent a lot of time really taking care of myself, like, in really yeah. good ways, you know, health-wise, physical fitness, um, emotional well-being, acupuncture, socializing, um, yeah, you were and, doing a
2: lot of things for you.
1: Yeah. yeah. And now I'm not. Like, I do therapy with you, and maybe I should even go back to once a week. Maybe that would continue helping.
2: To so um, just continue feel that you're really taking care of yourself and your past. Well, well you know, these, it changed about a month ago or so. Yeah. Um, do you think that this has become more intense in the last month
1: or so? Absolutely. Yeah, that's when the mastitis started.
3: Okay. Ah, so that's maybe, so interesting.
1: Yeah, maybe I just need, I need more therapy. I just need more time uh, to my, you know, for more time, myself. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and feeling like, you know, we're, it's also I find that at this point, um, you know, there's this a, a continuity and there's a bond that we have created, you and I as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I'm yeah. curious if you know we talk sometimes as mothers. We talk about different things, so there's a there's a connection there that is very. I feel very. I'm guessing it feels very supportive to you.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, Why don't we just go back to once a week?
2: I, I'm okay with that, and you do, you know, and you can also decide if it's better. Especially, I think this would be a good time. Uh, because for the next month, I'm more available. And then I'm going to be gone for like two and a half weeks. I'm going okay. to Argentina. So that may be oh, good cool. if you want to. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with some. We're going with um, Stefan's sister. So that's going to be really fun for my daughter to have a buddy. You know, we're all just instead of all adults. Um, but yeah, so the next four weeks or five weeks, I'm pretty available. Um, the other piece that I would love to talk with you about is creating... Um, some activity that would be fulfilling to you and your heart and soul, like, um, you know, maybe doing some um, creative outlet, like getting your crayons or paintings or something that you can do, you know, that is just you, that is very loving and nurturing and fun.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: I don't know. I know that that's a, an important part for you. Um, and it, it is very healing. It's just so, that's creating beauty. But also in the connection, is there any anything else that would be very helpful for you to feel more
3: connected? And more yeah,
1: than- because absolutely, because, you know, by now all the people have stopped coming regularly and, um, right. you know, it's been about a month and a half where people have dropped off and I haven't been able to get out to a mother's group Um because of the driving thing, and it's like every, there's, there's one in Cambridge on Thursdays. I'm going to go this Thursday, but I have Wonderful. to take the ferry and then take the tr- the tea, and I can't drive because she still really hates driving, and that just creates, I'm practicing driving. You know, I'm doing it with help because it's too hard for me to do it alone, so I'm
2: getting driving.
1: around them. Yeah. so I'm realizing that there are certain things I just need help with, like I can't do everything. I just need right. some help, and that's and, one of them. Like
2: so, and the the mothers group is at what time? It's ten to eleven thirty. Okay, okay. And is that a good time for her, or is it a challenging time?
1: It's a fine time she's she's great in the she's great in the daytime she doesn't have a challenging time actually her only challenging time is in the car
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that, no matter what time it is that's the challenging time
1: yeah yeah she's she's just an amazing baby, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I've been attachment parenting and she yeah. feels her needs are met and she feels trust and safe safety um And I think she just has a beautiful disposition. So, and we have a flow going, and um, and sleep is going well. And um, but um, can you hear a buzzing in the background?
2: I don't actually. Oh, good.
1: Yeah, because I have a little massage thing on my boob. (laughs) a pack like a heat pack and a massage thing on my it's like a vibrating thing so it breaks up the stuff inside the boob good
2: good no 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 Uh, i was wondering if you could hear it
1: but anyway so um yeah it just means we take the ferry at eight and then i um walk her to the tea, and then we take the tea into Cambridge and then walk to the thing. And I mean, it, it's an ordeal. Like, it's an all-day, you know, half-a-day thing. Right. Um, but, and it just makes me really, really, really want to move away from Boston um, even more, which is still in the cards. But um, that would help. Uh, because yeah. my The network I've built up, did I tell you that I've been thinking about exploring conversion to reform Judaism?
2: You mentioned that. You mentioned that and I didn't know how how serious you were about it. And um there's also I don't know if you're interested or not, but there's also the Unitarian community and I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not um an organized religion person, so I don't know much, but I heard really great things. The it's, it's very much community based, you know? Um
1: Yeah, so. you know, I um I could I my mom, we were Unitarian, sort of in my late teens, and i've attended unitarian services and as a single person, I have not been able to find a Unitarian church I like because all the ministers are so touchy feely and mm. they're they're just too much um, uh-huh. but i've been I've been to like five or six Unitarian places around here in the last year before um I got pregnant um looking for that and um, I like the whole philosophy of it, but the ministers can be annoying, so that's why I was thinking, not I was thinking Buddhism, but they just sort of sit around and they're quiet and meditative, and it's a little bit less community-driven, and I don't know, I'm talking to a rabbi today, actually. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so it is great, and I mean, I've had a big spiritual awakening that I need to talk to someone spiritual about anyway, so... Um,
2: that's that's awesome because you know what I think that you're gonna get amazing information. You can make an informed choice about what you want to do, and she uh, will let you know. I mean, there's communities that are so wonderful and so close, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely.
1: Because, I need that because I don't I don't have that, and yes. So that's part of the feeling of you know disconnected. But I am I am moving on that. But I need to get to the point where. I can trust other people to take care of Saoirse and she's just getting to the point where she's accepting other people taking care of her.
3: Mm. Um, I
1: have a doula here right now who is 39 and she's had two kids and she's wonderful and Sersha relaxes with her and I relax with her. So um, like that really, really helps. And yeah. um, because I need, I need some space for myself, like, Yes. You know, I need to take a bike ride. I need to do my core exercises. I need to just sort of get out of the hypervigilant mode where I'm always on.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes. And you know what? This is perfect because I, I feel like my sense is that going to work is going to feel really good.
1: You know what? I was thinking that too. <laughs> all this time, I've just been crying and crying about it, but i It might actually be a relief.
2: I think it would. I didn't want to use that
1: word, even though it came to the
2: tip of my tongue. <laughs> uh, but I think it will be because it comes a time where you adore her and she, you know, you adore her and she's like the center of your world. And yet, it's like okay. You for the last four months, you've been kind of like depleted in the sense of like all your energy has been going out and uh and there's there's a deep need for being in a relationship where you can talk with people and you feel like you feel satisfied in a more intellectual and a more emotional way that is um you know when you talk with a client that you're like, wow, that was that was awesome. I feel so good about myself and my skills and who I am. And you know I'm an expert at these. And you you don't get that sense, especially being a first time mom. You're like, what the heck am I doing? And yeah. you know the level of anxiety and everything. That's it's it's, been, it's intense. It's very
1: intense. It is. It's very intense. So. It's very intense. So I'm thinking I'm thinking that as well that it'll be. It'll be good. I mean, I would, if I had a husband, I think being a full-time mom or a 90% time mom would be great, but given that I, I'm not, I do need, I do need a break. I do need to sort of yeah. let go. And, and once my au pair comes, I'm really hoping that we're going to have actually a, a number of days together before I leave. So I'm going to get to the point where I'll feel very comfortable with her if, that, if that's going well. And then I'm also getting some babysitters, so getting backup care in case my au pair can't help, and babysitters um, who can maybe, I only had one, but who who can really help me, you know, um, yeah. even before the au pair comes and when the au pair isn't around um, for me to just be able to get out and just. Be a person, you know, re- rediscover myself. Yeah, and it, it sounds like a fabulous
2: time as well because with the spring coming, even if you get, you know, even if you get an hour and a half and you just go out for a, you know, a brisk walk or a bike ride or a run or whatever, you know, whatever you're ready to do, just be outside on your own, you know? It's, um, yeah, it, exactly. it will feel incredible.
1: I think so too. I think so, and but it's really sad to sort of move out of the newborn phase, but it, it's yeah. also a relief. I mean, I I soaked it up, man. I did. I did not miss a moment. No, of <laughs> you didn't miss a bit of it. You you have been there, and uh, and the thing is that
2: this is part of part of life is developing, and one of the things you're going to notice is that every stage is going to be beautiful. Just a little different, but a, you know, beautiful. Yeah. Um, so it's you know the newborn stage is really, really precious. But you, you're gonna notice every everything else that comes is just so amazing
1: until I to
2: college. But you're with all
1: Oh man, the college <laughs> thing is gonna totally suck. Oh well, guess, guess what? I'm like four hours, four
2: four hours. It feels like four hours always. Four years, and I'm already dreading it.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. other countries get this right where they keep they don't send their kids away to college. Like they stay closer, they just you know
2: Well but that's
1: how I grew up, you know. That's how I grew
2: up. So I'm really looking forward to hope, you know, I'm hoping that FIA may choose something in the area. I, I would love that yeah. idea. Yeah.
1: We'll yeah. Well the yeah. great colleges out in your area too, so
2: I know there's a you know great uh, options, that we'll see what she does, but yeah
1: it is it's a process you know it's a con- i think that from the moment
2: they're born it's a continuous process of separation, the tiniest bit of the time, yeah, it is a little bit of that right and, i
1: mean um, even even the during the pregnancy, I remember the the day I found out she was pregnant, and she was just a bunch of cells embedded. In the wall of my uterus, and that was the most enmeshed that she was ever going to be and ever since then it was a process of differentiation
3: yes, yes.
1: and it's, it's actually really sad, it's incredibly painful yeah, but the so no, like both, you know
2: absolutely, and I'm curious if that's at the source of your four to six I wonder if that's what's
3: happening Oh, yeah.
2: Because it's just you know it's it's I don't know it's an interesting time of day. It's like the day ends and then and it's really four to six. At six it gets a little better.
1: Yeah, six or seven. Yeah.
2: Hmm. And what actually happens at six or seven? <laughs> Is it that you have dinner or what? What happens?
1: Um, it's it begins around four. It's like I just begin to feel the lack of. I just begin to feel alone and isolated and yeah. um, and I do feel her separating.
3: Yeah, okay.
2: So let's just start tapping through the points if you haven't. Yeah. And you I feel she's, In a way, yeah.
1: she's, she's separating but in a way, she's getting closer. It's weird. It's sort of like some bits are separating, but some bits are much more intimate. Yeah. Like she's physically less, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but our relationship is deepening. So we're getting emotionally closer, but yeah. um, physically but separating.
2: Well, because emotionally she's connecting with you, so the, this bond is really, really deep, but she's also connecting with you as a separate being. And and that's becoming more and more clear. Yeah, because she's looking at the world, looking at you, starting to realize that you know, a tiny bit at a time, that she really has you know her own hands, and she's not part of you, and you're not part of her. And I think that there's a part of you that is
3: noticing
1: that. Yeah, and the fact that she's able to be with other people now, and she couldn't before, and Forming relationships with other people. I mean, that's, I know that that's good, and there's a part of me that's happy about that, and then there's a part of me that is really grieving that, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And there's this, I wonder if there's a deep, deep fear that is completely just raw, that is like, there's an idea that says something like, you know, she doesn't need me anymore. She can, I can be replaced or. I told you about that instance the first time that Sophia fell asleep on the little swing, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just that sense of like, yeah, that there's other people in her life and you're not the only one.
1: Right, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
1: because, um, you know... In utero, and then when she's born, it's like this total intimacy it's physical intimacy, it's emotional intimacy, it's spiritual intimacy
3: yeah
1: it's like we're we're in this little pod, right, and now we're she's moving out of the pod, and i I need her to move out of the pod because I need myself back, you know <laughs>
3: yeah, right, right,
1: but um. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's the separation.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And in a way, it is, even though it's a healthy shift, it is a grieving of what has been until now that is starting to shift. And even if you're welcoming the change, it doesn't mean that there's not a grieving piece of it, right? Yeah,
1: I didn't expect it to be this painful. I didn't know that, you know, motherhood would involve all this, like, grief, constant grief, you know?
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, because that's, that's the nature of being, of being a mother, really, is that realizing that this, this person, this being that, that came through us is really not part of us, right? It's, not, it's, it's challenging, it's very challenging. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's really, really painful.
2: Yeah. Now I'm curious if these, in a, in any way, if you just, just for a moment, connect with the pain and you stop tapping, and just be pressing with it, and just, and just asking of it, is this pain a hundred percent connected with Siosha and these? transition in this very moment, or does it have any historical component?
1: Yeah. Well, it certainly has the sort of um, potency that would suggest another origin, right? Yeah.
2: Um, and if you just want to just stay with it and, and you know, really... Almost like if this is a part of you that is in very intense pain, and you were to ask, you know, when did you, when were you born, what do you, what do you really need? Ask what? Ask, ask of the pain. Make sure, see if you can connect with this pain, and ask when it was born. When was it um, first? when did it first develop, this level of intense and, you know, painful sense in your body to this, you know, level of grief?
1: What's coming up is that it has to do with my mom and her death. Mm. And, um, not feeling like I got enough from her. You know, um, the first five years of my life, I had her, I had her to myself because I didn't have any siblings, and um, and but even then she wasn't there. Were she wasn't fully pregnant because she had her own depression. And then, ever since my sister was born until she left my dad, she was sort of unavailable to me. And then when she left my dad all of a sudden, she became emotionally available. And I had this, like, backlog of need from, of my mother. Mm. And and then she could, sort of started chipping away at it and and providing it. Um, and then she died.
3: And
2: how so long was, she was... She, she wasn't... She divorced until... Uh, she died? How long How long did it pass? Linda?
1: um, Five years. Okay. And even so those, the divorce, it wasn't exactly right as a divorce because she sort of was really distraught about that and not totally available. But she came back as a person. Like she, All of a sudden she was a person at that point right. and she started meeting our needs as a person, as a mom. And then increasingly she was available to me and I was sort of like, I felt needy, you know, because I was like, right. I have this backlog of need and she was beginning to fulfill it and right. beginning to sort of help me with that backlog and then she died. Um, there were maybe two or three years when I really felt like she was emotionally available to me. So... Um, and then she died.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's, that, yeah. And, and remind me, I'm looking through my notes, but it's easy to ask you. How old were you when uh, when your sister was born? Were you three or five?
1: I was five.
2: You were five.
1: You yeah. know, I was 24 when my mother died. And, and she sort of was, she went AWOL for all those years in a way. You know, like our intimacy wasn't. I mean, there was something you know primal there but um
0: when when do you when do you feel like you were able before she died or, or
1: oh yeah, like they, from my early life until I was like twenty two maybe oh so, she was sort of consumed by the marriage, right? She was like a Stepford wife in this marriage, and she she wasn't really...
3: Yeah, no. yeah.
1: So maybe from age 5 until 22, I had her intermittently, but not constantly. I didn't really have like a... like the relationship you have with Thea, for instance.
3: Right, right.
2: But it's interesting that your first five years, which probably were not fully five, right? But, you know, it's interesting. The first year, there were five years before your sister was born, and then there were roughly five. And I know that it wasn't that much. It was probably more like two or three between she... But another period of five, somewhat five, it's interesting, you know, three to five years when the moment she divorced until the moment she left, that she died.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. And so this feeling of aloneness in the world. Yeah. Yeah. When your mom is in
0: here, it's sort of like... Your mother holds a, a space for you.
3: Yeah.
1: That I realized, I after she died, your mom holds my mom held a space for me that no other human does.
0: Was she very loving? How was she? Um yeah,
1: she was she was really sweet. She was very sweet and there was a you know, she was a stay at home mom for a while and so she cooked and for us and, and there was a lot of nurturing I got from her that was sort of great. That was just sort of yeah. part of the reason I want to give it to my daughter, you know?
3: Yes. So
2: let's, I'm going to invite you to do something. Close your eyes. And let's ask for spiritual, divine guidance and intervention. And Hold this up. is, yeah. You have to like all of your both thing?
1: <laughs> no 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 i i'm I'm just thinking, <clears throat> I think I'm missing my mom now,
2: yes, yes, and that's why i'm gonna what i'm gonna ask what I'm gonna invite you to do is actually to connect with her, to bring her back to connect with her right now
1: like having her during this period, you know would be so great,
2: yes, yes, yeah. Okay, let's just tap to the point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, it's relating to um, my exhaustion because if I could just leave the baby with my mom every now and then, you know?
2: Oh, it would be completely
0: different.
1: And if she were here to witness this.
0: Is there any part of you that can
2: call her in? Like you can just imagine her being there? Have you ever tried yeah, to I, do that?
1: Yeah, she visits me. Like, I feel her presence, you know, in a spiritual way.
3: Yeah. I
1: do, you know, I, but it's like... I'm also, I'm also curious,
2: just like we visit your little girl and you talk with her, would you be willing to, would you be interested in inviting your mom to come? Literally connect with her and... Just allow your mind to paint you the picture of mom being there with you right now. Just to talk with her and let her know how much you need her and to
0: hear what she has to say. Does that feel too... No, no, it feels...
1: It feels sort of like putting a stop on the on the
3: okay the, yes the
1: rush of yeah. emotion that I I think I need to let out because it
2: yes I'm so glad you said that because I, I got that sense too I'm so sorry yes no no yeah. it's
1: okay like I um yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. a it's a profound it's like when your mom dies early you never really get over it it's like yeah there are times in your life where you need her and.
2: She's just not there.
1: Yeah, and you grieve it again and again and again. It's a constant state yeah. of grief. Yeah. There's yeah, a word group they, for mothers who don't have mothers, even like. Or oh be. my
2: God. Is, uh, there, is there such a thing?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: That would be wonderful.
1: It, yeah, I might need to see that. Or I might look into it. Depends how far away it is if we can get there.
2: And it may it may be that you know by the time you find it and you decide to do it, it may be one of those things that you say, you know what, this is something that I need to do for me, and of course it would have a positive impact on Sasha, and I need to do it even if um, it's really uncomfortable for her in the car. It yeah. may be something that needs to happen. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's because it's all these all these pain and sadness that is every major event it just brings it back again right
1: yeah and this is the biggest one i mean this is like this in your wedding but especially this this is like this is at the core the reason one of the reasons i wanted to do this is because there was some beautiful thing between my mother and me that i wanted to pass on and have in my own life i wanted to be someone's mother because of the love that I had with my mom. And so this is, she's at the heart of this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's something very, there's very, something extremely primal in your in your being that it's like not having her to share it with, to share the experience with. It's,
1: yeah, and I bet this is related to my mastitis. I mean, I'm sure that this is...
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: This is this is at the heart of that too.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, because it has to do with your mothering. Your mothering of yourself, your your mother and feeling that your mother is not there for you and that you're just putting pouring out and not receiving, right? It would be such an amazing thing to have her around.
1: Yeah, and and just also that Passing on the legacy of the love between her and me. Like it's connected to, to the love between Sersha and me.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: There's some very deep chord, you know, that is, you know, it's not like I have a son, you know?
3: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there's something. Right.
2: Yeah, it reminds. I don't know why. It, have you read the um, the red tent? No. Oh, it's
3: beautiful, it's
2: beautiful. It's pretty intense. So don't don't read it now. But, uh, yeah, don't Do read it. it now. But it is about mothers and daughters. The red tent is where the women would go in biblical times uh, when they were bleeding, and that's how all the stories were told by the mothers to the to the daughters, to the young daughters.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and she would just she would have loved this time period. She just would have. uh, She would have been so happy. She would have been. She would have like (laughs) been down here every day, you know. Yeah. It's just a huge loss. It's a huge hole. Yeah, huge hole.
2: And is there any part of you that it feels like almost? I mean, I'm going to use a strong word, but like betrayed or abandoned. Like it was almost like it was so unfair for her to leave so so early.
1: At the moment, no. I just feel the sadness. It's like deep grief. Yeah. There are other times when I do feel angry at her, but at the moment it's just intense.
2: Just intense grief and feeling.
1: Intense grief and sadness, yeah.
2: Yeah. Now, where does it feel in your body, Dev? Where is it? If it had a place
3: in your body?
1: It's in my heart and my breath.
3: Hmm. Okay. Okay.
0: So, let's actually tap t- 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 together in the karate
2: point. Even though I feel this deep, intense grief in my heart and breast.
1: Even though I feel this deep, intense grief in my heart and my breast.
2: Take a breath and blow it out. I want to honor all of my feelings.
1: I want to honor all of my feelings.
2: Especially this deep hole within me.
1: Especially this deep hole within me.
2: Even though I
1: really miss
2: my mom and I so wish she were here
1: even though I really miss my mom and I so wish she were here.
3: Take a breath, blow it out. I deeply
2: and profoundly love and accept all of who I am.
1: I deeply and profoundly love and accept all of who I am.
2: With kindness and compassion.
1: With kindness and compassion.
2: I being through the points, this deep hole within me
1: this deep hole within me.
2: It's in my heart and in my breast.
1: The pain and sadness are in my heart and in my breast.
2: I've missed my mom so deeply.
1: I miss my mom so deeply.
2: I so wish you could be here.
1: I so wish you could be here.
2: There's so much I would love to share with her.
1: There's so much I w- would love to share with her.
2: And it would make my life in Searsha's so richer.
1: It would make my life in Searsha's so much richer.
2: I so wish you could be here.
1: I so wish she could be here.
2: This is really a very special time for me.
1: This is really a very special time for me.
2: And I just want my mom.
1: And I just want my mom.
2: I will, I just want her to be here.
1: I just want her to be here.
2: And it makes me so sad that I cannot have her.
1: And it makes me so sad that I cannot have her.
2: I carry this deep hole in my heart and in my breast.
1: I carry this deep hole within my heart and in my breast.
2: Because there's a mother that is missing here.
1: Because there is a mother that is missing here.
2: And I feel really lonely having to do it on my own.
1: And I feel really lonely having to do it on my own.
2: I so wish she could be here to guide
3: me.
1: I so wish she could be here to guide me and just enjoy this and witness this together.
3: Yes, absolutely.
2: To love me and Saoirse and just walk this together.
1: To just share in all the love and joy and walk through this together.
2: Yeah. I could almost imagine her being here, how joyful and precious it would be.
1: I can imagine her being here and how joyful and amazing and precious it would be.
2: It would be so amazing and incredible.
1: It would be so amazing and incredible.
2: And that's why I miss her so much.
1: And that's why I miss her so much, and I'm unable to get that from anybody else. Yeah. There's no okay. one else, like the doulas, my brother, my sister, nobody. Nobody would ever feel the place of my mother in my life, ever. Nobody would feel just like my mother in my life, ever.
2: Yeah. And that that finality feels so sad.
1: And that finality feels so sad.
2: I'm never, ever going to have my mom
1: again. I'm never, ever going to have my mom again.
2: I wish there was a way that I could actually connect with her.
1: I wish there were a way that I could actually connect with her.
2: I wish there were aware that there were a way that I could feel her presence more constant more consistently.
1: Well, I actually do feel her presence a lot.
2: Do you feel like the reason that I'm saying that is that I, I there's a there's a client of mine who loves her husband of like forty five <laughs> years. And she decided that she was going to continue having a relationship with him. So she literally continued talking with him throughout her day. And, you know, she wouldn't do it when people were around because clearly she looked like she was crazy. But she said, you know, I'm not giving up. I don't care. I, I know exactly what he would answer. And so that's what I'm curious. What would, you, if you were to ask your mom what to do about the car situation, what would she say? Or what to do about her sleep, or are you feeling lonely at four, or you know what I mean, like really, almost like counting
3: with her.
1: You know, I connect with her um, in a spiritual way. Like I, I feel her spiritually, but I don't, I don't have that more, you know, sort of concrete logistical react- yeah. relationship with her.
3: Is that
2: something that you may want to have or it feels too odd?
1: It doesn't feel too odd, but I'm wondering. um, It's really hard to know what what, um, she would say about things because she died... um, 24 years ago,
0: 23 years ago, and... So you're you know, not, you know, you don't have her, like, her voice or her
2: presence in, in, that, in the same way as if you were somewhat recent.
1: Yeah, and also, you know, we didn't... The things we talked about didn't cover these issues, so I wouldn't know what she thinks about these things. You know, it was more earlier-life stuff, like... um, I can hear Sarah getting a little upset in the background. Mm, Is
2: that okay?
1: Yeah, she's like she's. We have a great doula. It's hard for me though. I mean,
3: <laughs> because
1: yeah. she would she would feel I can I can always calm her down very quickly, and other people can't quite as quickly.
3: Yeah,
1: it's hard for me, but um, but it's okay. It hasn't escalated yet. So, and I need to get used to this. I need to get used to her just not being, you know, just being soothed by other people, and having that not soothing process be less effective yeah. than mine. Yeah, and it's so. So it's like
2: you know, as you, as you I'm guessing you're still talking, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's a part of me that would like to get used to Sierra's discomfort.
1: Yeah, there's a part of me that would like to get used to Sierra's discomfort.
2: Knowing that she's okay.
1: Knowing that she's okay, and she's not a really fragile, almost premature new newborn anymore.
2: Right. She's. She's strong, and sometimes she, if she needs something or she gets slightly uncomfortable, she's going to let us know.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's strong, and if she sometimes gets slightly uncomfortable or needs something, she's going to let us know.
3: Yeah. And that's and okay.
1: All... It's okay for her to be, you know, slightly discomfort, uncomfortable at times, you know?
2: Right. Yeah. And I would like to know that if her crying is, not something that needs my immediate attention every time.
1: I'd like to live by the fact that her crying is not something that needs my immediate attention all the time.
2: I'm very glad to know that I can discern when she really needs me and I'll be there.
1: I'm glad to know that I am able to discern when she really needs me and I can be there.
2: I'm never going to let her be hungry or you know, dirty, and I'm not going to do that.
1: I'm never going to let her be hungry or dirty or just not going to do that.
2: And yeah, there's moments that she's just going to cry.
1: But there are moments when she's just going to cry.
2: And that is really part of life.
1: And that is really part of life.
2: And it doesn't mean that I'm a less wonderful mother than I am.
1: It doesn't mean I'm a less wonderful mother than I am.
2: Ah, I honor that it's not easy to hear her cry.
1: Yeah, I honor that it's not easy for me to hear her cry.
2: Especially if I know that I could just soothe her very quickly.
1: Especially knowing that I can just soothe her very quickly.
2: It's good to know that she can trust others to help her as well.
1: It's good to know that she's learning to trust others to help her as well.
2: So I am not the only one in her world.
1: So I'm not the only one in her world. Even though there's a part of me
2: that doesn't like that, you know, completely.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Even though there's a part of me that doesn't like that at all. (laughs) I love the idea of being the only
2: one, the special one.
1: I love the idea of being the only one and the special one.
2: And just as I was tapping a moment ago, my role and my space in her heart will never, ever be replaced.
0: Yeah, that's true.
3: Yeah. I am going to be her mom always,
2: always. You can just tap and hear my words. And that that space in her, she knows. And her a harder soul that I am for mom and I always will be and nobody will ever be able to replace me because there's something there's a special bond between us that cannot be replaced and that's why I miss my mom so much
0: yeah I so yeah. wish you could be here
1: Yeah, I think he looks
2: at me that that's that's what's going on between us, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and i I recognize that I'm I'm actually living through a small death. <clears throat> I actually
1: I realize that I'm actually living through a small death.
2: Because as she is becoming a little bit, tiny bit more separate from me.
1: Because if she's becoming a little tiny bit more separate from me...
2: I can actually feel the separation, and it's very painful.
1: I can feel the separation, and it's very painful.
2: And there's a part of me that feels left alone.
1: And there's a part of me that feels left alone. And
2: and now I have my witching hour.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And now I have my witching hour, and it reminds me of being... Abandoned by my mother. And
3: yeah. her death. Yeah. That is
2: the time when I want my mom.
1: That's the time when I want my mom. And the
2: closest that I can think of is having an a fabulous partner.
1: And the closest I can think of is having a fabulous partner.
2: Which I want and I need.
1: Which I want and I need.
2: And I honor that too.
1: And I honor that too.
2: Because I am human and I want companionship.
1: Because I am human and I want companionship.
2: And I want to share my life.
1: And I just want to share my life.
2: That just completely makes sense.
1: It completely makes sense. I am ready. I'm ready.
2: So I'm letting him know.
1: I'm letting him know.
2: That there's no question right now.
1: That there's no question right now.
2: Like I've had my fabulous bonding time with Saoirse.
1: I've had my fabulous bonding time with Saoirse.
2: And I recognize that I miss my mom.
1: I recognize that I miss my mom. And even though a partner will not be my mother in any way. And even though my partner will not be my mother in any way.
2: that could be the next best thing.
1: <laughs> it could be the next best thing. Saoirse is uh-huh. getting really upset. I think I need to take a break.
2: Okay. Yeah, and we're, we're, oh, we're like two minutes away, so um, yeah. are you are you in a better place?
1: Yeah, much better. I needed to get that okay. out, so thank okay.
2: you. Okay, you're very welcome. Go and write to me. Let me know how you, your the rest of your day goes, okay?
1: Okay, I will, and I'll find some more time.
0: Wonderful, okay. Okay, thanks.
2: Bye-bye.
1: Thanks, bye-bye.